something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Good morning, USA! Yo, 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 Yes, it's Tuesday, and we got our guest co-host, Flame Monroe, here. It's Taco Tuesday, because the burrito is here, baby. Come and get it. Look at the burritos. I brought y'all some enchiladas, some quesadilla. I feel like a real woman today. Let's go. Looky Flame is here. Yes. How y'all feeling? How you feel? How you feeling, Flame? I'm feeling wonderful. Let me tell you something. I was getting ready this morning to come in. I heard my boy Charlemagne was going to be in studio, and I listened to Teresa Griffin's house mix. Wonderful. I was in a room dancing and shaking. You know, that swing challenge is different when you build like me. I was hitting myself in the head and an ankle. What about you, Charlemagne? I am blessed, black, and highly favored, man. Happy to be here. I was in uh, Orlando uh, the past few days because of my daughter's cheerleading competition. Mm -hmm. That's like the big one, right? It's like the Super Bowl Bowl of the cheerleading competitions in Orlando. I think they call it the the Summit. Yeah. Yeah, so I was there. Salute everybody uh, at 104.5 to beat in Orlando who held me down the past couple of days. Kelly and D Strong and the gang down there. What's up? Good morning, guys and gals. I got Fabian, too, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, shout out to everybody that got kids that just started school 
And when your kids just start school, I got a 17-month-old, and we just put her in school about a week ago, a week and a half ago. They start getting sick, right? Because now they're around other kids. Yeah. And and now my, my daughter had to be picked up early from school, and now I feel under the weather. So it's just one of those things. If you got kids, they're going to get sick, you're going to get sick, yeah. too. It's the domino effect in, yeah, in every house. Did you check me? your temperature? Hmm? Did you check your temperature? No. Okay. They told me I need to take vitamin D and vitamin C. Oh. <laughs> if you need to check your temperature, make sure you don't have no Wait fever. Wait a minute. You don't, you don't need to be around us if you got a fever. You want to check? You want to get checked? I just want to huh? know. Go check? back. I want to know about the vitamin D. <laughs> you want to get checked adult style or uh, uh, infant style? Which one you want? Gangnam style. <laughs> <laughs> Gangnam style? Hey, let me gangnam on you, infant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How do we start there? All right. Well, Jada Kiss and his artist uh, Millie's oh, will be joining man. us this morning. Yes, indeed. So we're going to be kicking it with the OG Jada hey, Kiss hey, hey. and, and Jada Kiss got a label now, so Raspy Records. That's right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be talking to him. And then we got front page news coming up. Of course, Ceslin Figaro will be joining us. We'll be breaking down everything that's happening in front page news. And in the rumors, I hope you was watching. We got to talk to Met Gala. Oh, my God. It was. Oh, yeah. We got to. I'm telling you, I was blown out the water yesterday. I'm ready. It, even Listen, I'm feeling some kind of way about the Met Gala, too, because there was somebody invited that I know I'm higher celebrity than. We'll get to it when we get there. Come on. All right. <laughs> well, we get to that next. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne. The guy we are the breakfast club let's get in some front page news now in sports last night the 76ers beat the celtics 119 115 fantastic, fantastic game and uh the celtics should be ashamed of themselves losing that game philly ain't even had no joel and beat and the Celtics was at home yep yep yep, yep. but and harden balled out though he dropped like what 45 yeah i think it is 40 something and last night also the nuggets beat the suns 97 87 they lead that series 2-0 and the Suns will get a game Mm. They actually should get at least two games, but the Nuggets going to win that series. You think so? Yeah. Mm. All right. Now we got Tesla and Figueroa. Good morning, Tez. Good morning, DJ NV, Charlemagne the God, and Flame and Roe in the building. Good morning, Tez. Where are we starting this morning, Tez? Yes, we're going to start, but let me do a little bit of straightening first, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, a lot of folks, you know, kind of clutched their pearls yesterday when I joked about our love uh, for, well, my love for brothers in the penitentiary. Uh, but I want to say this on a serious note that I unapologetically advocate uh, for our brothers and sisters who are trying to get our, their lives back on track. I released a mental health uh, series on the Black Effect Podcast Network called Mental Health for the Homies that went to over 1 million incarcerated brothers and sisters. And I want to give a quick shout out to Clifford Johnson, who you met before, Charlemagne, uh, for releasing his 17th book this week titled Turn Up. He wrote 11 of those while serving time in federal prison. He was serving a 17-year sentence under the 94 crime bill as a first-time nonviolent offender, which is why I advocate against that so much. He signed to the largest black publisher called Urban Books. You can find his books in Walmart's Barnes & Noble and everywhere. So I wanted to say I love him. Uh, I love anybody that has uh, been a uh, uh, incarcerated trying to get their life back on track so get his book called turned up and also family remember do not turn your nose up to our brothers and sisters because you never know when you can have the tables turned on you mm -hmm. now let's get to some front page news uh there's an arkansas woman uh, that pled guilty to selling over 20 boxes of stolen human body parts Candace Chapman Scott, a 36-year-old former mortuary service worker, is accused of using Facebook to sell 20 boxes of human remains such as arms, ears, lungs, liver, kidneys, hands, breasts, penises, fetuses, skin, and skulls, and one whole human head in exchange for $10,975 to a man in Pennsylvania. 
Now, Scott pled non, uh, not guilty to 12 counts of mail fraud, wire fraud, and interstate transportation of stolen property. Now, the indictment did not name the buyer, but there is a state charge for Pennsylvania resident, 40-year-old Jeremy Pauly. Uh, Pauly was charged with four counts of receiving stolen property, intending to participate in unlawful activity and abusing a corpse. Now, authorities found out about this because someone reported human organs and human skin resting in five gallons uh, of, I guess, some type of solution in Pauly's basement. So he was, I guess, on some Jeffrey Dahmer type of stuff. Mm. She going to put the uh, the sex toy business out of business, baby, because you're selling all them body parts. You know, people be attracted to all different things. Feet, hands, arms. You tell me I can buy an arm to, for insertion? Oh, my God. <laughs> what, what, what do you do with body parts, though? Like, I mean, it might be like on some get-out stuff. Right. They might really use the body parts and put them on their bodies. Who knows? Or they might be tasty. Or they might be using them for research. You know, for like a doctor or something, might because you're seeing that on SVU, they use them for research because mm. you know because they want. I think it's the way they get the body; they still need it warm. So if it's a cold body, but if you get a fresh arm, even like Frankenstein, you got to get a fresh body. Sound like a delicatessen for cannibals. To me. Oh, mm. yeah, cannibals. That's what it sounds like. What else we got? Tennis? I know. Well, um, we also have. Uh, Republican Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, said that there is no way Donald Trump can win. Take a listen. You think there's no way he would win again? No. What if he did? What is if it is a hypothetical question? But I can guarantee you that they, he's going to go maybe get the Republican nomination. Then when it comes down to the actual election, there's too many people now that have seen what he did as, as president that I think when it comes to the majority on election day, I think they will see the difference between one or the other. And believe me, I'm not the first one to say, hey, this is really great to have Biden back as president. No, but there's just no better option there, the way this looks right now. First of all, he sound high. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think he had one of my edibles. <laughs> if he in California, it's legal there. It is. So he'll be okay. And that's, if that ain't the pot calling the kettle black, because if he want to throw Trump up under the bus, not that I'm advocating for Trump, but if mm -hmm. he want to throw Trump up under the bus for what he did while he was in office, dude, you slept with the maid in your house and had a baby with a maid. And here's the killer. The maid looked like him in drag. Did y'all see it? <laughs> the maid looked just like him in drag. Good Jesus. God. I, I see now it. That, oh. Now, what, what, what is so interesting is, and we talked about this uh, before on Front Page News, that an NBC poll found that 70% of Americans, including 51% Democrats, do not want President Biden to run again, and 60% don't want to see Donald Trump run again. So this is really going to be uh, an interesting campaign season to have two candidates mm -hmm. Uh, if, if, of course, if Trump, he has to get the nomination, stay out of jail and actually get the nomination, even though he can run from jail. Um, but this is going to be very interesting to see, uh, you know, what the motivation will look like when you have two candidates that folks really don't want to see run. And that's the importance of why, uh, we need it. We need something different. We need a third party in this country. We need another option. Yeah. Because if you got two candidates from either party that nobody, nobody wants to run. Wants, yeah. And it feels like it's been like that the last couple of elections. I'm shocked that a third party candidate or one of the, the Green Party hasn't been able to sneak up and capture the attention. Yeah. The people over the last couple of elections. Yeah. They keep coming in too hostile. You know what's so funny? The irony. He could run from jail. He could still be the president from jail, but y'all got mad at President Obama for wearing a tan suit and the First Lady Michelle for having her arms out. Good God. Mm. This country is screwed for real. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, Tez, we'll see you in a couple minutes, right?
Absolutely. Peace out, Big Tears. All right. Peace. Everybody else, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. However you feel, it doesn't even matter, man. If you're having a great morning, great day, you're feeling blessed, or something's bothering you, phone lines are wide open. We'd love to talk to you. 800-585-1051. Flame Monroe, our co-host is here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Anything, ask it. Let's do it. The Breakfast Club. It's a new day. This is your time to get it off your chest. Wake up. Wake up. Whether you're mad or blessed. It's time to get up and get something. Call up now. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's Tyler, yo, Envy, Charlemagne. What's happening? What's, What's happening, on? my brother? What's up, Flame? What's up, Big Pimpin'? I'm glad you spoke to well, me. I just chilling. You know how the game go. I, so look here, um, I just want to actually um, give all y'all props, man. Hello? Talk to us, my yeah, brother. What's up? Okay, I just want to give y'all y'all props, man, because the transition from the Breakfast Club to the mothership, man, y'all doing great, man. And y'all keep it coming. Get the Duval on there, man. It's a Jacksonville thing. Oh, we're going to get Duval up okay. here. Uh, we gonna, Duval going to definitely co-host a couple of days. Mm-hmm. What does he mean, the transition from the Breakfast Club to the morning shift? Because, remember, we, we changed uh, studios. So now we, it's not the Breakfast Club studios. Now we're in a new studio. The oh, the, bre- oh, the Black Mothership. Oh, I thought he said the morning shift. I, I agree like, with what? you on that Mothership comment. That is great. I, I love to watch it now. It's just it's so li- well lit to me. And it just the energy is different. It's big. I like it. It feels like a set. It does. It does feel like a set. Hello, who's this? This is L.A. Reed. What's hey. going on, Andy? Hey, Legend. Hey. Hey, hey. How's it going? Uh, it's going pretty good. Uh, Charlamagne, I just want to let you know that uh, I've been rolling with you and following your insightful uh, opinions since Wendy Williams. Oh, thank and you, And greatly appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. Um, what I wanted to mention to you guys is you cannot bring in the third party. You bring in a third party, you're going to split the Democratic vote, and then Donald Trump wins. That's not going to happen. The other thing is that I wanted to say on your show that apparently there's no gun solution until they start making people insure these weapons. Have as many weapons as you want, like you can have vehicles. But you've got to insure these weapons. It'll be the insurance company that is governing who gets what and when. When you have to pay for these weapons, each individual weapon, the more powerful the weapon, the higher your insurance. The younger you are, the higher your insurance. That'll straighten that whole thing out. That's a great. That's yeah, that, a, that, that, that would make sense. A great idea. Yeah, that, that definitely would make sense. I only wanted to say it on your show, Envy and and Charlemagne. I could have said it other places, but uh, you guys deserve that and and put that out there. Okay, I mean he's right because if you drive a mm. sports car yeah. that goes you know zero to sixty faster, insurance is higher. Your insurance is higher, and if you're a younger driver, your insurance yeah. is higher. Oh, if you That's get a house on the beach, that was great yeah, logic your insurance is higher. Yeah, yeah you're right. Really good logic. Mm-hmm. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Call us up right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Keep calling. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning, queens and kings. My name is Marva, calling from the Bronx. Hey, Marva. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to uh, wish my granddaughter, Nave Webb, a good luck today. They had the state math test today and tomorrow. So Mm. I just want to wish her good luck and let her know that I'm proud of her and I love her. Good luck, Absolutely. little baby. And make sure you she get a good meal before she goes, because I used to hate to think about food when I was trying to take a test. Good God. 
Oh, no. She's already got her frappe, her frappe and all of that stuff ready to go. Hey, that's good. good. And shout out to all the college students out there. I, know, I think next week is uh, finals. So uh, good luck to all the college students out there knocking out them finals. I know Madison got finals next week. So shout out to all the college yeah. students out there studying late in that library, making sure they're straight. And shout out to the parents who also help them and stand behind them because most kids don't have that help. So. Amen, amen, amen. Let me say that. And the parents that's paying for their education too. That is true. <laughs> that is also true. So good luck to everybody. Thank you, Marvel. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's D from the 864. What's up, D from the 864? South Carolina all day. This is hey. the upstate. You know, you know. Hey, uh, I just got two things. Uh, shout out to that boy, L.A. Russell. I've been listening to him ever since he, uh, y'all interviewed him. Oh, love Russell. Love Russell. 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 Yeah, love Russell. Yeah, love Russell. My bad, my bad. And uh, I just want to speak on a disrespect towards playing remote Monroe yesterday. A lot of callers were calling in, and DJ Avery even acknowledged uh, playing remote present to one of the callers and everybody was just disregarding her like she wasn't right there and well, I feel like that's that very disrespectful it, it did look like that mm-hmm. but the lady sent me a really nice inbox she couldn't hear she said that was the glitch in the system so she wasn't being rude but it did sound like that yeah, the it lady, read like that yeah the lady hit her after the show and was like I couldn't hear NBC say, say what's up to Flame so yeah but Flame is here man I'm disregarding Flame right now don't nobody pay attention <laughs> to him though cause I'm taller than him everywhere <laughs> I'm disregarding Flame right now okay thank you for acknowledging that I appreciate you South Kakalaka thank you D hello who's this hello my name is Tiana hey Tiana get it off your chest hey Tiana peace Tiana hey hey everybody <laughs> I listen to y'all every morning on my way to work and I'm so sad cause they um changing my schedule actually it's pushing me tonight what? Um, but I also want to. Yes, they're making me work from three to eleven, and I got two younger kids, a one-year-old and a two-year-old. So who gonna watch the babies? And how you gonna listen to the Breakfast Club? Right, I'm gonna have to record it, um, but I'm still trying to figure out who's gonna watch my babies because this is gonna be a late shift from three to eleven fifteen. Well, yeah, don't worry about us. We on demand. You can watch us uh, later on BET if you want. You can watch us on YouTube, or you can listen to the podcast. So, yes. yeah, you yes. can catch us. We good. Girl, where you calling from? I'm calling from Macon, Georgia. I love that accent. I'm giving me an old stuff. Yes. Oh, I like the way you say that. I'm going to be a real man to them and say, yes. <laughs> I like that. Girl, good luck with the with the new shift change. And you find somebody good with them babies. Yes. Uh, and also, have y'all been yes. listening to that AI? Um, oh, that turned me on. Have we been listening to what? <laughs> The AI bot that uh, be making the music like no, Michael Jackson. No, I'm disregarding. No, I'm disregarding AI the way our callers be disregarding Flame. Okay, <laughs> oh. I, I don't want nothing to do with AI. I keep telling y'all AI is a a, a threat it's to bad. society as we I know agree. it, and y'all not gonna realize it until next year when the presidential election start. If y'all thought misinformation was running rampant the last couple of elections, oh my God. CNN, please call me. Y'all got job opening, ABC, Fox. You know, I'm just, I can, I can report the news. There can you I go. This? <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we got your rumors. We got to talk to Met Gala. I yep. mean, there were so many different outfits from Diddy to J-Lo to Riri to Pete Davidson to Usher. So many people to Tiana Taylor eating, well, not the Met Life dinner. We'll talk about it when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Met Gala. Rumor has it, rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. All right, now last night was the Met Gala. It was in New York City, of course. It was the 2023 Met Gala, and the theme was Carl Lagerfeld. If you don't know who he was, he was a designer for Chanel and a host of others. So that was the theme. Everybody was in the building from uh, Cardi B to Rihanna to ASAP Rocky. Uh, Ice Spice got a personal invite. Kiki Palmer, Kendrick Lamar. I seen Dr. Dre, uh, Serena Williams. Uh, she was there, and she announced that her and her husband are expecting their second child. So That's congratulations amazing. to them. Drop a bomb for her. Do we know what happened? in the Met Gala yet? Like, is there food in the Met Gala? Uh, we, Top shelf alcohol? We don't know. We do know that uh, Tiana Taylor, she brought some food. She actually brought Chick-fil-A. Yes, she had Chick-fil-A See at the I'm table. See what I'm saying? So there's no food at the Met Gala. I got to talk to Tiana. I need somebody to uh, break down for me what's inside the Met Gala. I've never had a conversation with any of my partners that go there, what's in there? And she had it. She had it so proper. Like she had the Chick Fil A on a plate. Mm-hmm. She had the nuggets on one side. She had the French fries on another mm. side. And then she had a dipping sauce right mm. in the middle. And she used the fork. I wonder was it hot? I'm hot. Probably wasn't hot. <laughs> <She got laughs> <me thinking. laughs> was there a Chick Fil A close nearby? Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of Chick Fil A's in the city now. Okay, that's yeah. true. So uh, Diddy was on a red carpet. Diddy actually, his date was Young Miami, and Lala was asking him a couple of questions about uh, if they go together. Do y'all officially go together real bad? I, I, I'm asking. I want to know. She gonna answer that. <laughs> she gonna you that you not answer that? No, no. Yes, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, real uh, bad. Uh, we uh, here. All right, real bad. Real bad. It's official. Real bad. It's. I don't know what you're asking. Exactly. <laughs> we definitely go together real bad. Oh, well, 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 then then yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Then that's what it she's, is. She's my date for the night. She's. Yeah. she's you know, it's just a good date night. We, we, oh, it's we, a date we night. Date night. Date night. We don't put titles on it. Everybody wants us to put a title on. We don't put titles on it. This is like my best friend in the world. One of the most beautiful people God has blessed me to Absolutely. meet. Absolutely. And I'm blessed that she's my date tonight. Absolutely. Can I get like a little napkin for my my forehead? Damn, I'm. Sweating. And by the way, maybe I onto something. No titles might be it. Yeah, no for titles. For sure, no, no titles, titles might be it. That might be it. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Now, Flame Monroe is our co-host this morning. Now, Flame, you watched the uh, the Met Gala red carpet. What did you think? I thought that uh, Young Miami looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved her outfit with the feathers. Now, you know who should take a lesson out of that playbook? That would be uh, Black China because her feathers did look like that. She must have got the ones that you order on Amazon, but they sent you the other ones. <laughs> black China was there? I didn't no, see Black China but she, was, uh, she did the last red carpet. She had on some black feathers at the Grammys. And uh, yeah, she must have got the ones. You know how you order from Amazon mm-hmm. and it don't show up? Yes, that's what she didn't get. I thought she looked beautiful. Did you hear P. Diddy say he was sweating? He couldn't get that story straight. Okay, P. Diddy, we heard you play it, but Lala Anthony looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my, you know that's my girl. 
Don't say nothing, Charlamagne. You know that's the woman I aspire to be. Don't say nothing, Charlamagne. I don't know why you keep insulting Lala and your surgeon like that. that. Stop saying that. You go to hell, Charlamagne, the God. Also, Uh, uh, with Diddy, why he got so flustered about that question? Like He he act like Lala asked him, uh, so you dating Lil Nas X? (laughs) Like, why you got so flustered? I I have no idea. Speaking of Lil Nas X, he had a great costume on. He was all painted and covered in silver and pearls. Oh, that's what that was? I thought it was white. Like He got skeeted on. (laughs) 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 He had pearls on and and he had uh, like a thong on. He was yeah, and his little booty and his little body was so tight. He had a nice body for that. That was that was great. Okay. Another male, uh, Bad Bunny. I liked Bad Bunny's outfit with the back out. I thought yeah, that his, was kind of fly. He had his back out. Yeah. I thought that Jeremy Pope killed it with the co- the coat dedicated to Carl Lagerfeld. The coat was like fifty feet long and had Carl Lagerfeld's whole face on the coat and everything. I thought that was pretty. Oh, brilliant. you really was looking. I, ain't oh, I was like, you know, it's fashion. Mm-hmm. I love fashion. The only thing I of, saw was the couture that uh, Lil Nas X was wearing. Oh, of course, Cardi B came through as always she had like never different outfits point. she, yeah, she, did. she came outfits. out in the pink Killed with the feathers mm-hmm. hit the red carpet with a black ball gown that was all roses that was dedicated with the dope. black and white to, uh, to Chanel See, I, th- I thought to myself Cardi didn't stay if you do three outfit changes you just came for the red carpet she didn't stay she didn't stay that yeah, night. she nah, know nah. ain't no food there there was pictures of her actually sitting down oh, and uh, also uh Tiana Taylor killed it. She Tiana had a, Taylor she had a, she killed it with that outfit. That looked like a great sports way if you was running for, like, just for a runway pitch. I'm going to tell you who I was most impressed by. We're going to get to all the names, but I Who's watched that? this young girl become a woman yesterday. Who? Kiki Palmer. I saw a woman yesterday. I was, for so many years, I kept seeing Akila and the B. But yesterday, after she had <laughs> this baby, and she, I just saw her, her womanhood set in. She looked beautiful. She looked like a woman. I thought, I appreciated that. Uh, representing for the 50 plus club, J Lo. J Lo still killing the game. J Lo, girl. I ain't see J Lo. J Lo killed it in pink, yep. vintage Chanel, pink and black. Jenny from the block looked like a grand poobah last night. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. All right. Who else? Who else we had? And then also Doja Cat. She actually came like a cat, dressed up as a cat, and she did an interview as a cat. Wait, so who made it? Wow. Wow. Okay, so something a little different. So, what was your inspiration for tonight? Be honest with me and go into detail. Wow. 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 So what are you excited to see in there today? Wow. Is it your first Matt? Wow. I'm going to clue the bombs for Doja Cat. See, I'm progressive. So I understand that she is a furry. That's right. She is a person who identifies as a cat. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. She deserves I- her own uh, kitty litter box. <laughs> and, listen, okay. and y'all say something wrong with me because I got breasts and a penis. Good God. <laughs> Jesus. Meow, meow, meow. Now, now, also, this is New York City. So you knew... A couple of rodents were going to pull up. Either it was gonna what be is a, a rotor? A, a rodent, I said. A rotor? A rodent. Either it was going to be a rat, a, car? a pigeon, or a cockroach. And yesterday, the cockroach made it to the red carpet. Ma- hey, he's hungry. Get a photo. Get a photo. Kevin, get a photo. Kevin, get a photo. Yeah. Woo! No disrespect, but only white people want to take a picture with a cockroach. How, how bougie and rich are you that you excited to see a cockroach? Like, that, you know what just, I'm that just really put the hell out ashes here. on my stardom. I couldn't get invited to the Met Gala, but the cockroach made the cut. Good God. <laughs> you, 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 you that excited to see a cockroach? Last time I was that excited to see a cockroach was the Cosby Show. Okay? You stupid. Come on, man. Stop. 
And uh, lastly, I just want to talk about Rick Ross. You know, Rick Ross does this uh, car show. This is his second annual car show. But his neighbors are not trying to have it. This year, he announced the date, which I believe is June 3rd. He has Lil Wayne uh, performing at the car show at his crib. He does the show at his house. And uh, his neighbors don't like it. His neighbors are signing a petition not to have that car show. They said that uh, they were locked out. It took a lot of his neighbors 40 minutes to get into their subdivision. So they were pissed off about that. So they're trying to block uh, Rick Ross's car show. I'm sure they got a homeowners association in that neighborhood Mm -hmm. Ross lives in, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm with the neighbors. I can totally understand why the neighbors would not want that. Well, the whole problem is there's one way in, one way out. So I get it. With all the traffic, people can't get in. If there's a, a, a medical emergency or if there's a problem, people can't get to the house. I'd love for Ross to get his car show off, but I can totally understand how the neighbors would be totally inconvenienced by that. Yeah. I understand. And that's what the neighbors are saying. Well, you know, the neighbor, it's different. They, being neighborly now is different than it used to be. Not being unneighborly, you tell somebody you don't want something in their yard, they go to shooting. You see, they're chasing the man now in mm-hmm. Texas for because so he's the, yeah. because they complain. Yeah. So this could go, and I and I hate to put it like that because I would love to see I love to see the brothers be successful, mm-hmm. but he may have to move that to a place that's not a residential neighborhood, especially one that he lives in. I agree, even though that's his property and the property is uh, huge. If it's causing an inconvenience to the other neighbors, mm-hmm. I can see why the neighbors would be upset. Now, if he was all all the way out the way and it didn't interfere with the neighborhood right. at all Different I get situation. it but, but boy I wouldn't want all them Negroes in my neighborhood either. but I would say this uh, it took him a long time to actually announce it because I'm sure he had to get the necessarily uh, the, the necessary clearances, clearances and permits, and permits for yeah. it so he got the clearances and permit but now the neighbors are upset about it so what we'll if the bull get loose Buffalo. The Buffalo. <laughs> what if the Buffalo <laughs> got loose already? Remember it popped but what up? What if it get loose at the car show? I don't know. Oh, that's right. He does have a pet Buffalo, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, that <laughs> is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Tesla Figaro will be joining us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. It's tough to find that right person especially when it comes to hiring for an open role. With ZipRecruiter's matching technology makes it easy to find and invite great candidates to apply to your jobs. Try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Everybody, is DJ NV Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Flame Monroe. Hey, hey, and let's hey, get hey. in some front page news. Start off with sports. Now the 76ers beat the Celtics last night. 119-115. They lead the series 1-0 and they beat the Sixers. Uh, I mean, they beat the Celtics at home. With no, with no Joel Embiid. But James Harden looked like a vintage James Harden he last did. night. He dropped like forty-five on there. He looked. He looked he good last catch, night. He trying to catch up with Steph Curry's fifty. Mm-hmm. And the Nuggets beat the Suns last night, ninety-seven, eighty-seven. They lead the series two-zero. Mm-hmm. Now, Tesla, figure out what we got. What we starting? Yeah, let's start with the Godfather of AI leaves Google and warns of danger ahead. I know this is a topic uh, that we talked a little bit about before. Well, a couple times on front page news, and I know it's something that Charlemagne definitely keeps. Uh, you know saying hey guys pay attention to this ai uh, situation so jeff joffrey hinton the godfather of ai has officially joined a growing list of critics who say that these companies are racing towards danger with their aggressive campaign to create products based upon artificial intelligence known as ai uh, that is the technology that powers popular chatbots chatbots like chat gpt dr hinton quit his job at google where he has worked for more than a decade so that he can freely speak about the risk of AI. He said that now a part of him actually regrets his life works and he points to out he points out three major issues. Misinformation, upending the job market, which we covered a few times on front page news, and a legitimate threat to humanity. 
He's absolutely right on all accounts. I read that article yesterday, man, and one quote that stood out to me was when he said uh, his immediate concern is that the Internet will be flooded with false photos, videos, and texts, and the average person won't be able to know what is true anymore. That's what I've been saying on this radio for uh, a couple of months now because the, the, the lines are already blurred yeah. between reality and fantasy because of social media. Now those lines are about to be obliterated. Y'all can't even handle fake tweets. Y'all don't know what's false and what's true now. So imagine what happens in a world of deep fakes and you know you can just take my voice and have my voice say whatever you wanted to yeah. say. And it's going to get bad because nobody cares about the truth. People are going to be fired left Man. and right. They're going to be canceled. Yep. And then they're going to come back and be like, my bad. Fight's going to happen. Okay, yeah. so you were just talking about me while I'm in your face. I'm fired. I'm canceled. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That's a good thing. Maybe these young trans girls that are so angry with women, maybe they AI. What? Because AI wants to remove people. <laughs> <laughs> AI wants to get rid of people. <laughs> It's going to be bad, yo. Imagine imagine hearing your wife talking to your best friend, right? Mm. As you on the way home, somebody sends you an audio message. You you walk in the house wilding, or you might see your best friend swing on him. He has no idea what's going on. on. And by the time you figure out what's, it's not real, it's too late. Damage is done. That's right. This is going to be bad. Is it beyond uh, us canceling that? AI, is it beyond? Yes. Are we past the point of no return? Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't so. think you can put the toothpaste back into YouTube at this point. Nope. Wow. What else we got, Tess? Okay, guys, Florida principal was fired after showing students David. Hope Carasidro, a Florida principal, was asked to resign after sixth grade students were taught and shown a picture of Michael Angelo's David statue. She went to Italy to see the statue in person. She took a photo and she wanted to come back and show the students. Uh, she said that David was magnificent in person and all students should study the Renaissance, not only the art, but understand the history as well. Well, the problem was she did not send out a letter to ask for permission from the parents to show the naked statue for those who are not familiar uh, with the statue of, uh, the statue of David. Um, she thought that she sent it out, but she did not. So three parents were upset. Uh, one of them, one of the three of the parents called it pornographic. And as a result, she lost her job. So I wanted to ask you guys, we all have children um, and we know there's such a shortage, you know, in teachers. And do you think, you know, this was an honest mistake? Should she have been fired? Was it too harsh? Porn? What, what? age group again? Sixth grade. I, I don't. I, I think sixth grade is not too bad. I mean, they they have a lot of those in the textbooks and in, in those in those books. So, I mean, I don't see a difference. This is this is actually history, right? And if she's bringing back something in history that they're teaching that she's been talking about that's in the books, yes, she should have sent the email out. If she forgot, it didn't go out. I get it. She shouldn't have been fired for that. Now, if it was a kindergarten, then I get it. But sixth grade, why was it relevant to the lesson again? Well, she was she went there to see the statue in person. So she wanted to come back and say, "Hey, you know, guys, I went to uh, Italy. This is the statue David." And you know, Part I assume she yeah, she used it, you know, to talk about history. But the problem was she didn't send the letter out first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And particularly in Florida, you know, there's a lot of legislation that's going on now about, you know, parents being able to uh, approve what students can see and cannot mm-hmm. see. So that's a, a, a real touchy thing, you know, going on now, in, particularly in Florida. And so because she did not ask for permission, uh, they said it was porn. Sixth grade is junior high. Those kids probably could have taught her something. And I seen the Statue of David when I was nine. I had David beat since I was nine. Years old. Let me just say, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You take these, these kids to see most of these Greek statues. Most of these Greek statues are naked. Yeah. Yes. You know, with the smallest penises you've ever seen I in your life. I had David faded since <laughs> I was nine. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was 12 years old. That, that's how old you are. Yeah, they, they know some stuff. 
Especially this era. And, 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 and are they in sex ed in sixth grade? They so they know be. about their reproductive yeah. organs and yeah. stuff like that? I, I, I don't. It don't sound but like But the, the problem, as a parent, the problem was that she did not send the letter home or the email home to get permission. Right. You Correct. have to, as a parent, you have to let me know what, what, what you're taking my child to. And I don't I'm think she should be fired, though. I don't think yeah, she that's not a fire move. No, that was definitely not a fire remove. But that's Florida. Ain't no telling. Ain't no all right. <laughs> well, that is your front page news. And, Thank you, Tess. And make sure you subscribe Absolutely. to uh, Tesla and Figaro's podcast, the Straight Shot No Chaser podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. All right. Now, when we come back, Jada Kiss and his new artist, Millie's, will be joining us. He has a label so raspy, and we're going to kick it to both, with both of them when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. Woo-hoo. The Breakfast Club. J N V Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us this morning. Executive Kiss, Jada Kiss, and Millie. Yeah. What's up, Kiss? What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? How's you know, it going? Yeah, you heard, you heard, Charlotte. I'm, I'm trying to put my blaze on and do some executive work this year. Of course, I'm gonna drop two albums, but you know, I want to spread the love and and get my Soul Raspy label off the ground, up and running, and um. This is one of the guys at the helm. Him, Nino, E. Jones, Little Todd. You know, got a couple horses in the stable, and we it's time to let them go, baby. Now, how did y'all? How did y'all meet? Um, rest in peace, Ice Pick J. Um, Ice Pick, rest in peace. And shout out to Free, my man Seth Free, Compound. They must have been chopping it up, uh, picking Free, and Pick would come to my. I mean, he would come see me every day, but he like, yo, it's this kid Millie's man. He got some talent. When I think I want you to work with him. Then we slowly start meeting up. I start hearing his music. He could rap his ass off and he could also sing, but he don't like to sing. Like, yo, dog, you got to do both. You don't see what Drake is. You don't see what the game is changing to. You got to show all your talents. So then I start getting him to be a little more diverse. Of course, he strayed away from that and start just rapping, rapping. And the more lit he start getting, the more he he strays away from it. But he came back. I've been hearing, I've been seeing Millie's and hearing Millie's for a long, long time. time. Yeah, put a lot time. of work I wanted, I wanted to thank y'all too because you probably don't even remember, but like right before I locked in with Kiss and Ice Pick and all of that, I did the BET Cipher mm-hmm. in 2016, mm-hmm. and I got in it like the craziest wave because I really uh I knew a cameraman, little Chris Robinson. You know Chris Robinson, yeah, yeah. His young son. Chris, yeah. So he gave me the drop basically on a location in Brooklyn, and he would tell me like, "Yo, just pull up and sit there for the three days. Maybe a rapper doesn't show up. Sometimes a rapper don't show up." So I sat there in 2014 for three wow. days. It ain't work. I went back 2015. I got bulletproof rap. Some of you don't forget. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I went back and um sat. Three days in 2015. I came back in 2016. Somebody didn't show up. Somebody didn't show up. First day. I'm there at like 9, 10 in the morning. And Chris is like, yo, I'm going to send Jesse Collins and the big dogs at BET. Yo, me in. I'm going to send them your... Uh, your clip. Your links. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he sent the links and like they were they were over there and they weren't looking real impressed. Like, you know what I mean? They just had a super unimpressed face. I'm like, yo, you think I should go like try to rap for him? Take my raps? He's like, I don't know. You might as well. It's my third year. I'm like, damn, I got to go... Bust some moves. So I walked across that room. You know, they're doing like catering at this time or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain why I should be rapping on the BET Cypher. And he's like, yo, just rap, man. Go rap. I rap. I'm fake nervous while I'm rapping. And like, they weren't even looking at me about eight bars through. They just kind of looked up at me, started, you know, giving me some head nods. They was like, all right, we're we going to huddle up. I went back to the table. I felt like I at least I did it. I came three years now and rapped for him at least. 
I just want to try. If yeah. I can't make it happen, at least I tried. Like, it's not in God's will. So, you know, um, I went back to the table and they came up to me and they're like, yo, you made it. I'm like, made it to what? You in the cypher. And I ended up leading off the cypher and they aired it twice. And y'all actually got on air and was like, um, Young Ma and the, and, the, and the white kid in the Celtics jersey. <laughs> the he was fired. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the breakfast club. <laughs> he loved and, then, and then you say, yeah, he was fired. And then I just took that and ran with it. I had Bar Charlemagne talked about me. Now they throwing me envy when they, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would take every moment and capitalize it. So this is like a full circle moment, especially because y'all on BT now. It's like a breakfast. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Wow. His story's ill because he moved. Him and his mom, he packed up and left Cambridge, Boston, and moved to the Bronx and just said, I'm going to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, free, like, uh, you free convinced them like you gotta be in New, you gotta be here where it's going down. There did it hurt to leave Boston? Because you know everybody wants to make it from their city and put on for their city. Did it hurt to have to leave? Not really. I was I got so much like negative baggage. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Back home. You needed so to like get when out I moved it. out here, it was like it was a breath of fresh air. I didn't have no, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of the problems I had mm -hmm. there. Like I'm good out there, but it was just like. Here is purely I could chase being an artist. I didn't even have that mm -hmm. concept in my mind. Like we don't come up around professional rappers. Like he's a professional rapper. Mm -hmm. You know what Whatever I mean? You don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> is the pressure uh, being signed to somebody like Kiss? Because you know he's one of the nicest to ever touch a microphone. Yeah, it's 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 pressure. And and when you live up to the pressure, it comes with like a lot of respect too. Especially like New York East Coast. But yeah, it's pressure because. He's the best to do it, you know what I mean? Still to this day, sort of still super sharp. For me, with with my artists like him, Nino Man, whoever it ain't, I know they're going to get better mm -hmm. as far as craftsmanship and skill-wise. I try to give them game yeah. of the what they're doing, what not they're doing, how to carry yourself in the business and the things to look out for to help you on that side. I know as far as skill-wise, they get better every day, every, you know what I mean, they come and play me that's better and better I ain't really worried about that I'm trying to get them to sync up the thing of the game mm -hmm. and better yourself as a business person and an artist a lot of times your artistry overpowers your business then you gotta double back and fix everything years later mm -hmm. like a lot of locks a lot, a lot of artists I don't want you know my artists to have to go through that did being an executive make you uh, look at look at Puff different like damn I see why he did business the way he did definitely once you get in that seat or once you wear them jackets you see that it's not easy dealing with artists you see the backlash that we must have gave the Rough Riders and Puff and Def Jam and Arista and all these interscopes so you gotta you gotta like take heed of that and um, you point a finger three points back at you. So I definitely see myself in them doing some of the stuff I did and just trying to navigate and correct it and make make it a beautiful journey. Mm -hmm. Now, Billy, what's one thing you learned from from Kiss so far that the biggest thing? Man, a lot of things like, you know, he had to definitely um scold me a couple times along the way. Like I was like, I think when I first got down with him, he found out like I was fighting outside of shows and just like different things. And like it's things I'm thinking is like normal. And he'd explain, bro, you the artist. You never supposed to be in front of a venue doing no stupid shit like that or whatever. You know, when I first started fight getting... inside the venue. Yeah. Just stabbing inside the venue. <laughs> 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 hey, you know. Kiss gonna tell you no fight. Nah, nah, nah. He 
didn't tell me don't fight. He said, I'm not supposed to be in front of the venue. You right. know what I mean? It's just little shit like that that I wouldn't even know. You know what I mean? Because it's like I didn't have nobody to teach me that. And um, Or like, you know, when I first started getting some money, he called me. He said, stop showing money on the gram, man. You going crazy. Like, just little things. But he's taught me a lot. Really a lot. I just, taxes. I, yeah, yeah. He taught me about taxes. He taught me about taxes this year. And just, you know, being punctual and doing it every day. Showing up every day, getting dressed, new fit every day, professionally rapping. Going you know to what the I mean? gym. High level. Yeah, mm-hmm. going to the gym, his shows. I seen we went to New Orleans and he did a show and he got tech with them. Technician. Technician. Tech, let's make something happen. That's tech, right. let's make something happen. And he's, um, what, what you do when you say, uh, give me one half a second of the beat? It's almost impossible to oh, start rapping. Kiss it, oh, kiss it, death. Yeah, it's almost yeah. impossible to catch it. Like, and he do it so the crowd. Like there's no way that he can know that it's coming just second in the beat. What you do? I learned the game. Right, I know it. Oh my god! But it's like, just catch it off right, that. Right, 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 and I'm like, yo, he's so sharp the way he does his shows. And that you know, I'm about to go out and tour. We got House of Blues sold out. Like venues sold out. Mm-hmm. Philly all type. Of shit. We selling out the East Coast, and I think it's gonna be a sold out tour in general. But I've really studied him and watched him and what that means to have a sold out crowd and demonstrate in front of them. Don't just you know I could go up there and rap, but like it's a different level of showmanship. Even when you see like him in the verses, I think it's. It's, it's MCing, right? Like you know, we we don't we don't have the conversation about MCing enough no more. It's everything is rap, man. But they Being a master real of ceremonies, master of ceremonies, yeah. crowd control. Yeah, like you, we don't yeah. see that. Like when we saw when we saw kids do that at verses, that was a throwback. Like damn. That's why that was so shocking to yeah. people. All right, we got more with Jada Kiss and Millie's. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey everybody, it's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jada Kiss and Millie's, his new artist. Speaking of verses, you know, we talked to Jim Jones. And Jim was like, he was kind of upset with you that you didn't release a record or an album after verses. Um. Out of all the crazy stuff he's been saying lately, that was a definitely, that was definitely right on. Um, I should have, but I was, I was just trying to get my business affairs right. That was that gave me some leverage in the label to fix some stuff. You know what I mean? That's an, gotta learn, artists. You gotta when you can get the benefits in your side, you gotta you gotta work it. Um, definitely should have dropped some, but I can't really do microwave music like. No, I mean, I got a bunch of songs in the hard drive, this, that, but I, just because I had the momentum, I didn't feel, I still feel like I'm jipping the people if I just put out anything. No, I like to cook my meals like old school food on the stove instead of the air fryer or the microwave. So I get caught up sometime. It takes me a little long, but also so much stuff was coming in. I ain't had time to do that. Yeah, Swiss up here, uh, and Swiss was like, "Yeah, I didn't know you didn't write." Swiss was like, he, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, know that either." I, I thought only Big and Hov didn't write. He said, "He said nah. you didn't write." He said, "You stop it, right? You stop writing." Nah, I, I mean, I smoke so much, I gotta put it in the phone just so I don't forget it. But mm. I don't. It's times when I have a, you know, take my vitamins, have a good breakfast, a nice hot bath. I can just. It's all in the brain. But sometimes, if you smoke so much, I might forget the cadence or. Forget how something goes, so I just throw it in the phone. But I don't, I don't really. Know what I mean, did you get that from Big? Is that, is that where that came from? Watching him, I think we might have. Me and P might have got it. P could do. P could go to sleep. Mm-hmm. He's the ill. P could turn off the light, mm-hmm. put the beat on, take a nap, and wake up with the verse. <laughs> I, that's ghost. That's the ghost for real. Mm-hmm. Turn all the lights off, crank the beat up. You think he's taking a power nap? He wake up, yo, engineer. Oh. Let's go, poops. Like, you got the verse. You slept. You just dreamt. You dreamt of the verse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn, yeah, I, that's the ghost. I'm kissing. I'm like, yeah. 
But me, nah, sometimes I need it right if my brain is too. My family been asking me for rent money too much or <laughs> got to bail somebody out or mm -hmm. too much cloggage. Need to write it down. But for the most part, I don't got to write. Big was ill because he had all type of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Girls, Junior Mafia, Puff coming back and forth, the locks. And he just did just wandering, looking like he's looking in the space. And then he'd go in the booth and say something incredible. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I asked you this before, but I just, I just, I don't know. When y'all did the cream freestyle, do you remember that session? Yep. Um, it's the glory days because we was all there. Mm -hmm. Remember, so y'all was in the studio together. Yeah, we wow. was young locks. I think we were still we was hanging out. We got the call. Yo, come to the studio. That's how I used to be at Daddy's house, and we hop in somebody's car, go down to Forty Fourth Street, and then we came in big like, yo, we gonna do this freestyle. It had the cream beat, and it was it was smooth. Y'all just wrote right there, did it? Yeah, we seen we did it all right there. Everybody's part right there. No, there was no emails. There was no comeback. It was none of that. We you missed that. The, you missed that part of the game, like that studio in the city. Everybody coming to the studio. You going to daddy's That's house? That's what the game is missing. You can hear it a little bit. Some. I mean, maybe me. Maybe I'm just like telekinesis, a uh, telekinetic and. Psychic and sixth sense, but it's a tad bit you can hear in the music that the artists ain't in there together. It's a little bit of paprika missing from the songs a little. And then maybe the good ones, maybe they are, but there's a different chemistry when you there together mm -hmm. to make the song, it just makes it intertwine better. I just remember being a DJ and going to the different studios, waiting for y'all to finish and in excitement of it. That now, was the, you know what I'm saying? Now we, we going to daddy's house or we going to Hove studio, I can't remember what it was called back then. We bounce back and forth. Baseline, right? Baseline, yeah, baseline. Mm -hmm. Baseline, yeah. But it also was, it was, you know, artists checking each other. Like, you, I heard you say that, you know, Big told you to write your verse over. Mm -hmm. And you didn't feel a way about it. You felt that he was, you know. Sh when you right there, you can do that kind of stuff opposed to you email, you texting me, like, do another mm -hmm. verse. Mm -hmm. I'm reading that wrong. I'm like, what? Right. When I'm right there, you're like, nah, kiss you. Can, you know what I mean? It was no, you got to be able to take constructive criticism anyway, mm -hmm. especially from somebody like B.I., you know what I mean? It wasn't, I didn't think twice when he said, nah, I mean, you could do a better verse than that. Y'all did that with the cream freestyle? Uh, no, that was last days. Actually. Okay, okay. My verse for last days, he like, do another one. He like, I like this, but I know you can do even harder verse. I mean, I, 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 I agree. How many, how many artists told you to write anything over? Do you remember any, besides B.I.? Kodak, Kodak Black, Kodak my Black? man Yak, Yak told me to switch it. Yeah, and it was like a a song about our moms. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, Yak, but <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I switched it, and he like, no, no doubt. I mean, I, I I'm like a person that's easy to work with. Mm -hmm. It was funny to me. Like, was it a text or email? I think I spoke to him. Mm -hmm. He was on. Uh, he asked me. Or he actually said it. I think. You've always embraced like the new artists, you know what I'm saying? So it's not a surprise to see you with the Millies, but like even the South, like, I remember what everybody's so mad at the South for. Like you always recognize. I was down there early. I was in the bluff early. I was on Little John's album. I was on yep. D Money and, you know, D4L and all of them. Mm -hmm. I was rocking with the A early. You know what I mean? I was down there doing my thing. So I was able to get in the studio and make some connections and some love down there early before. They took over. And, and Millie, you uh, you you was you been independent. Like I think your last album did twenty five million streams. Probably something around there. Yeah. So you, you think you need you know the, the the so raspy a big name label to get to the next level? Well, the so raspy, we just never went. We just never took it to a major. So we mm -hmm. gonna figure out what our next. He likes know, being situation lit, is. I just need it to be so I I could drop music when I want. That's all I wanted. He because I know that. like with me, I gotta consistently you know prove so. 
he let me do that. And even after the verses, you know, my shit blew up after the verses for real. Like we dropped the record. That that's my I, I think it got that that record's out of here. So that's that's called hopeless. But um, oh, so you saw it? You was like, oh, nah, kiss right hot right now. I'm dropping. Nah, it just yeah. happened like that. Like that's how I lined up. At that time, I had like a big interview on like a, another platform. And, Who was it? Um, no jumper. At the okay, time. okay. Yeah. L.A. Leakers freestyle. Mm-hmm. Big record with Herbo. Herbo pushing it. Big record with Kiss. When he do the verses, it's me and him. I think I was busting his ass in basketball on. Um, sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> on, on his page. So everybody saw the dynamics. Now, you know, we had a video playing basketball on, on his page, and, and that went up. So I got the trickle down economics on that. Is there any pressure, you know, to being a white rapper, right? Because do you feel like you got to prove yourself more? Or do you feel like people give you the respect that you deserve? I feel like they give me the respect that I deserve, but I feel like you should work for it a little more. You know what I mean? I definitely put in a lot of extra work. Mm-hmm. I you know, I know people like to use Eminem as the ball for white rappers, but he shouldn't be. I he, use him as a ball he for got, white rappers. Why shouldn't he be? Because he's an anomaly. Meaning that Eminem had everything lined up for him perfect. You perfect. had Jimmy Iovine, I mean, But he was Dre. nice, though. Before that, super though, nice. But he, he was super nice. nice. I like his story. Charlemagne's from where he came from. Trailer mm-hmm. Park, mm-hmm. the confusion with his moms and all of that whole thing, the way he made it to. Think is, and 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 is and is not just because he's white. You know what I mean, a lot of people like to throw shots. He might have got a couple of doors open for his complexion for the connection, but he can really spit. Now he, he's a hell of a rapper. Mm-hmm. So who you would say is the bar for white rap? I mean, I, I don't know if it's a bar. He just saying it ain't fair with him. It ain't fair with him. And he's so big. Yeah, he's the he's, he's like, the biggest thing Michael you've Jackson, ever seen. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's just like if if, if every white rapper got to get to that level, then that means everybody's a fair. I think just that level of um, respect, though. It's a different level of respect. Even mm-hmm. if you take away some of his accolades, like everybody know he can rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I that's what I set out to do. Like most of my page, all of my following is really from. Rapping him, posting me on people, posting me like you can't fake that. You know what I mean? So it wasn't like I didn't get here from, you know, gimmicks. I got here from rapping and I was kind of following his, you know, his blueprint too. All right, we got more with Jada Kiss and Millie's. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. 
To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Jada Kiss and Millie's his new artist. I, I seen uh, Beanie Siegel did an interview and he was talking about after they did... Uh, Vlad TV. They did the freestyle on Hot. They said that you grabbed your hammer and was coming to the station. <laughs> was that true? Word. It was It was a big thing. Like, I was distraught. It was at a time when everybody was listening. You know, every, that, that whole thing was big. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we can't go to Philly and just talk about them on the radio. And, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to work. Why are we letting this happen? Oh, to put your hands up, Freeza? One of them when they, they was, was all up there. there. But I went to P and Looch like, yo, let's grip up. Let's go down there. <laughs> let's wait for them to come out. And wow, wow, watch this shit. <laughs> they like, 
you sh- you really want to do that? Like, yeah, man, well, let's let's do something similar to that. Well, how, how are we just going to let this happen? They're like, calm down, kids. You bugging. No, I ain't. Then I was going to go by myself. Style that she <laughs> calmed you down? Yeah, that's, that's the wild Style at I that mean, time? That's, we rationed before the juice. <laughs> Wait, we, have, we didn't even have no apples yet. <laughs> we didn't have no fruits in the fridge yeah, without, apple, about yeah, this time. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah, they, we was able to, they was able to, Calm me down and, and make me not go down there because I probably would have just been getting out of jail right now. How did those things ever get squashed? Did they, was there conversations or did time we actually, just... Us and State Prop got squashed in Riverside Park up here. They said what? We had guns on us all. It was state troopers and they probably had wild guns on them. We had wild guns on us and me and Seagull just talking in the park and we was able to, you know what I mean, fix just had a that's what really happened is mm-hmm. communication never is the right lines of communication mm-hmm. never happened and then things get wrong but he had the whole state property I had the locks and a bunch of other dudes and me and him just walked off and kicked it like men and fixed it what about Rockefeller the rock it was really that was the the gist of the rock because we was like Finn we, they was like our cousins on the on the come up we would be supporting everything with him with each other mm-hmm. like Reservoir Dogs we was all there together everybody every you know what I mean so that was like a funny time like mm-hmm. he was beefing but we was really cool with each other was it true like the whole was playing like corporate politics like whenever you would be on a record yeah you seen that you see what he was doing <laughs> nah he would he do the original the oh, I do the original I, yeah, do the yeah. I really think Steve Stout had a little bit to do with that mm-hmm. I don't know what, what was the cause or what was the angle or what they was trying to do but yeah, you know, Fiesta remix, yep. the original, the re- the Maya joint. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was just like, you know what I mean? You want to poke the bit? How was the 50? How did y'all squash the 50 beef? Same thing. Fifth hard. Fifth pulled up the D block. Dolo. Mm. I heard that story. Came before. upstairs. It was him and his laptop. And we was kicking it. We was kicked it like two hours or something. Then he had some music. He wanted me to get on the song. He wanted Peter to get on the song. We knocked him out. That's was love. You by yourself. Came Dola hard. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes me even wonder with, with you, Millie. Like, who helps sharpen your sword? Because you know, think about all of these artists that they sparring with. Like, yeah. who do you, who do you look to? Now it's dangerous because it's real shots, and you take a <laughs> shot and get a shot. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I mean, it uses me like as far as my right, pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I made his album. I remember um, being in D Block Studio, and he was playing a beat, and I was just like, uh, "Can I try to get on this?" He was like, "Yeah, go ahead." I had to write the verse same time he wrote the verse. They put that on the Ignatius album. So, but other than that, like it's like I really look to the old era. You know what I mean? It's not too many rappers now that I be like, oh man, I gotta step my pen game up for. Mm-hmm. But I got a song out right now with um Albie Allen, Leaf Ward. It's called Risk Takers. Mm-hmm. It's a monster. Millions and millions of streams. But it really got the trenches. Like it really got the streets. And it's just like it's like a uh, Desert Storm freestyle. Mm-hmm. That's how we kind of designed it. Like mm-hmm. Stack Bundles, Joe Budden. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's like one of those kind of. And um, that's going crazy. Like there's some MCs that get me excited to to rap. But yeah, it's not it's not too it's not too many people. They they're, they're out there though. It's just a small pocket. Like mm-hmm. I feel like when he was coming up, it was more like ninety percent of the game was nice. Or it felt like that to me at least. You know what I mean? Maybe when I was coming up, you had to be nice. You had to be to nice. Even get in some circles. Yeah, now you it wouldn't even. You could get a million. It was dead box you out if you would not be nice. So. Yeah. What do you think about some of the lists that you see? Like when you see these lists, and, and let's say they don't have Jada Kiss high on the list. What, what, what's your thoughts on? I think it's disrespect, and they gotta look at like who would talk. Like I got him torching people right now, though. 
Absolutely. Word. Right now. I got the, myself torching people right that, now. That, that, that's the difference. Like, he could torch whoever right now. Mm -hmm. So I understand. And you could go back to the catalog. Really, if you sparred with Big and Beanie Siegel, let's not forget, Beanie Siegel is one of the greatest Beanie gets busy. ever mm -hmm. in life, bro. People, like, don't forget. In people, life. Just in and case, then you go, don't ever forget about what Mac, what he does. Yeah, no? for real. Siegel, one of the nicest ever, like, ever in life. And so when you go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Big, toe-to-toe, -to -toe, you know, in different elements, but it's still, you know, sharpening your sword and Big, Siegel, whole Everybody, but then even fifth at the top of fifths. Mm -hmm. Come on, man. Now that's real. Like, and then like still you, you to can, now. You can see how the locks, the locks bought the best out of big. You can see how you know beans bought the best out of hove. You know, mm -hmm. so you got to be Sometimes great. You need that. Yeah. You need that to yeah, great to generate the the fuel of the team. Mm -hmm. Blanco six. That's right. Did you feel pressure with this one? Yeah, I feel like this is the first time when like I really had some eyes on me for real. Like Blanco four, I kind I kind of started finding my sound through the Blanco series. So I found my sound like Blanco three four. Five, it progressed. I made Billboard like twice back to back. This one though, I really wanted to cement. Like I rap and I sing. Cause that's that, you know, that's what he always wanted too. Like man, sing, man. You could rap great, but the other rappers they can't sing. They would love to be able to sing. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I try to cement that more. But yeah, I feel I feel pressure every release. You know, New I York. Let's get this on. New York show sold out. Yeah, for Come on, sure. man, we doing everything is working out right. New York. Where's the show? I told them New York got Grand, a lot of walk-ups. Gramercy up, so. Theater, yeah. Gramercy Theater on um, May 11th, May 12th, one of those. When you say sing, do you mean like Drake sing or like John B? Or like, I'll be like, like Drake sing. Why y'all say John B? Of all the singers. I'm just saying. Yeah, John, 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 I aspire to be like John B. Okay. One day, yeah, for sure. Like, I aspire to be like John B. So it's just like harmonizing, like melodies type. Yeah, like, I've heard that I'm on. Eminem on the on the lyrics, Eminem Jay to kiss on the lyrics, and Lil Durk on the hooks. Like people have described me like that, but mm -hmm. I, you know, I try to go on this one even more, like in a singing direction, like yeah, a little little Drake ish for sure. Well, okay. Millie's, I mean, you on the Breakfast Club? Yeah, we got millions. Of you made it, Millie's. We're on BT. We got a, you know, the, the, the strong. We got a strong fan base when it comes online. So we 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 popping out there a little bit. Yeah. Right. A lot of bit. You a rapper? Well, you said you got bulletproof yeah. verses. You, you said you got some verses. Oh man. You know, if if you if you got something right now, we, we'll show her to listen. I said, I know the Eminem hear me. I'm waiting on my feature. I put her in design and now she claiming fashionista. I just wanted what she gave me. If you bag it, you could keep it. Never press to lose a because in the long run, it'd be cheaper. Every day, it feel like Easter. I get fresh and kick my feet up. Reminiscing when my only income was serving geekers. Now I'm probably out in Paris staring at the Mona Lisa while I'm on the phone with Lisa talking threesomes with Malika. I'm a heartbreaker. Blanco pop all flavors of Paul haters. Just found a bigger house and lost neighbors. Star Wars in the Wraith exterior. Darth Vader doubted by the art makers. Turn into the star player. I'm really that. I'm really strapped. On alert like Amber. Probably think it's comedy that we get at them like Sandler. They ain't cheered for my wins. I kept raising them banners. I took my W's in silence. When they call, I don't answer. You know the W was silent and answer. You just miss that. Forget that. Bring you back to the present. This is gift rap. Are we talking about Yola? I used to whip that. In the pitch black, I'm a lip match. I'm a just trap to they dispatch. Don't do no diss raps because I ain't saying shit back. I'm going to skip that. Find where your child sleep. Get you kidnapped. Impact when the 40 bang. Gun the size of Tory lanes. I put them bags over your head like you was boarding planes. I'm trying to torture lane. Blanco pop. Balling off the purple like a hornet's game. Being rich in spirit made my fortune change. I said, being rich. Uh, I said, there you go, there you go. That's all I need. That's all I need. That's it. 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 That's it.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our co-host Flaming Row here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Before we get to the rumors, I just want to shout out to our family in Houston. Okay. You know, each and every year I do my car shows. I take it on tour, and it's a family fun day. It's it's a way to the staff and 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 myself to meet all you people out there. So now, hit the drum roll. We are going to Houston, Juneteenth Father's Day weekend. The car show is heading to Houston. I'm super duper excited about it. So shout out to my Houston family. Shout out to Michael Saunders Shout out to uh, DJ Mr. Rogers Of course, Trade the Truth We are coming back to Houston Father's Day weekend So, the same thing It's going to be, of course, celebrity cars From people like Trade the Truth Mr. Rogers, myself, 50 Cent And a host of others It's going to be games and family fun Rides, jumpies It's going to be so much going on Family fun day Kids 5 and under free And right now Kids 5 and under free And right now tickets are just $19.99 So, You ain't been to Memphis yet I got a whole tour. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I got okay. a whole tour. I get it, I get it. Memphis get it. is in uh, two, three weeks, and then uh, Houston is right after that. Do you so, have the girls with the swimsuit to promote the cars like they do at the car show? Yeah. Can I be one of those girls? Sure. Oh, you thought about that. I, I didn't like the way you hesitated when I when I asked. You were supposed to immediately <laughs> jump on. Sure, yeah. But because, you said, uh, uh, you sure. want to uh, be a, a car? <laughs> no, do? I want to be the girl with the swimsuit. You know, oh, I got the... Oh, oh. But he hesitated on the answer, so I passed. I didn't no, think about you. No, <laughs> you should go there and stand in a space and say you a car uh, flame. Then you'd you be a transformer. Oh, no, my gosh. Security, <laughs> I'm being attacked by this tall brother over here messing with me. Because you got to be... I in, identify the tall man. <laughs> the only reason I, I thought about it, because you, you know you got to be in a Bikini. I can wear a bikini. You ain't see Flame on the ground with a bikini like the other day talking about he getting ready for the, she getting ready for the breakfast club? Yes. yes. You ain't seen no. Oh, Envy saw it. I didn't oh, see Envy it. saw yes. it. I was in my brown panties on Instagram. You know how I know he lying? I sent it to him, Flame. That's how I know he lying. Oh, so, so y'all passing pass new pictures to me. I sent it to the group chat. I said, Flame coming next week on I one. I know, but I didn't look at it. You're a liar. Now I'm going to look at it, though. Hit the Joe Coy drop. Exactly. And you are a liar. Exactly. And you always get <laughs> a liar. But anyway, shout to 97.3 to be out in Houston. We'll see you guys Father's Day weekend. I, want, I can't wait to see all you fathers out there and all you dads. It's a perfect time to bring your kids out and have a family fun day. We'll have everything for kids, for gaming truck. My kids will be playing with your kids. My wife will be joining us. So again, get your tickets if you haven't got it. Uh, get your tickets now. All right, now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I am gossiping. This is the rumor report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. Now, I love this idea. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is trying to reduce the amount of cars stolen in New York. So what he's doing, and I think every mayor across the country should actually start doing this, is they're actually giving away free Apple AirTags. So they're doing this so you can actually put the Apple AirTags in your car. So if somebody steals your car, you can always track it. Yeah, but ain't that the pro ain't those Apple AirTags a problem too? Because don't people use those to follow folks home and stuff like that? They do. Mm -hmm. But it's this one is for a positive. You can just leave it in your car. So if somebody steals your car, they can actually follow, you know, where the car is. You can give it to the police and the police can actually get your car back immediately. Well, that's a double sided sword in the climate that we live in now that we live in now, because if I follow you home, you may Mm -hmm. Blow my brains out because I, I know where my car is at or my computer is at because they have that on computer too. But then you know people are crazy right now. You turn in the wrong driveway, so that's scary. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I feel like uh, he highlighted something that I, I don't know how popular it was, but we've all heard about the the air tags on mm -hmm. the cars for people yeah. to follow you mm -hmm. home. It feels like he's making it a a bigger thing. So now if you didn't know you could do that, 
and you're a criminal, now you know you can do that. I think most criminals know, but because I have trackers on all my vehicles that if somebody does steal a car, I can actually follow it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But the only bad thing about the Apple AirTag is if you walk around somebody with an Apple AirTag, it shows. So if, if I steal your car and it has an Apple AirTag, I know it's in your car. I'm going to tell your car up to get it out. <laughs> Man, I saw that the other day. I thought it was an Amber Alert. I was like, oh, my God, somebody done got me. Because it came up on my yes. phone. It was like, air tracker. What does it say? Air, air tracker t- air something? AirTag detected around yeah. you or something I'm like, like that. what? Mm-hmm. Somebody follow. Oh, my God. I must have an Apple AirTag on me because somebody followed me home and climbed through the window and said they was going to take it. So they say, I know I know you fat. It's fat. It's fat. I say, you're so fat, you're going to think it's balls. What? Yeah, I'm what one over y'all here. What's fat? That was a joke. I'm lost. That went over his head. <laughs> our balls on our head, Flame. What happened? Now? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Hollywood writers are going on a strike over mm-hmm. fair pay in the streaming era. More than 11,000 television and film writers have gone on strike for the first time in 15 years, and it started yesterday. So yeah. this is going to affect so many different shows like a Saturday Night Live and all these uh, late night talk shows. Now you're supposed to be doing a late night talk show. Does that affect your show? I'm I'm hosting. Uh, I was supposed to be hosting the Daily Show the week of uh, March 15th. But May, I mean May 15th. May 15th. May, May 15th. Damn, you're right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 15th. But uh, in that article, it says the Daily Show. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I was excited about that too, Charlotte. Man, I hope they fix this soon because I'm excited to see you on there. I mean, it, when, as soon as the strike is over, I'll be doing it. But I don't. I don't know how that affects. Uh, but you're right as well. Show. But can't you yes, write I your am. own stuff? I actually had to vote on whether or not. You know, right, so you go on strike, but so you can write for yourself, right? That wouldn't be a problem, or would that no. be? No, when you part, when you part of the WGA, when they go on strike, you gotta go on strike as yeah. well. So you, I not- think, I don't, as far as I know. And mm. we be crossing the picket lines, and you light skin, they gonna jump yeah, in. The last- See, it'd be different if you was dark skin, but I, you light skin trying to cross the picket the lines, they gonna strike, get you in. Like, the last strike was 2007. I definitely was not in the game in 2007. But now yeah, I'm part of the WGA. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now speaking of Charlemagne, we got you- nominated for a WGA award. A uh, hell of a week. My mm-hmm. late night talk show. Woo! Yes, we did. Drop a bomb for Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. Now uh, speaking of Charlemagne, Judy Bloom says Charlemagne visited her twice. Who's a celebrity we would be surprised to know is a huge Judy Bloom fan? I would say Charlemagne the God. Really? Oh, yeah. mm. Club, really? And I love him. Oh, I, I love him. I'm not surprised at that, though. Wow. He came to I Key West where yeah, you live. Twice. twice. You jealous? You pull up on that white woman twice? That's right. You jealous? Yes. <laughs> her, her and her husband, George. Mm. And my wife, you jealous? I've done a couple before. That's, that's not a threesome. That's a, <laughs> that's that a foursome. That was a party. That was chest mix. We definitely had a date night. You jealous? <laughs> yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was on the menu? We had a... Asparagus? Fish is called. No, it's got a fancy name. What's the fish called? Come on now. Salmon? Baratunin. What's it called? It's something. Branzino? Branzino. There you go. I'm about to say Benzino, but that's a rapper. There you go. There you go. Branzino. There you go. And you had yes. some, some wine that you can't pronounce? Definitely have some wine I can't pronounce. Mm-hmm. That's right. All that happened. Mm-hmm. You jealous? Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Whenever you get the uh, opportunity to go sit down with uh, icons and, and get game from legends, you should t- take advantage of that opportunity. No, so I'm taking advantage of that Agreed. opportunity a couple of times. Agreed. And okay. go, watch, uh, go watch my conversation with Judy Bloom. It's up on my uh, YouTube page. See the God, C T H A G O D, right now. All right. Yes. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, who are you giving that donkey to? Man, four after the hour, we need Lieutenant, the Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson, to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with him. All right. We'll get into that and next. Did you shout out Andy Cohen? That was Andy Cohen she was on, too, by the way. That was Andy Cohen? Yeah, okay. Andy Cohen. Watch what happens live. All right. Mm-hmm. I like Andy Cohen. He, he's a cut up. Mm-hmm. Especially when he have a couple of cocktails. We all are cut up after a couple of cocktails. You know what they say about cocktails? Pour me one and tell me one.
Ooh. That's what Elvis Duran said. I haven't heard that one. Salute to the Godfather Elvis Duran. You don't go with that, you got to say what else Elvis says. Nope, that's it. I'll leave it right there. Just know that the more you drink, the prettier I look. So get drunk. Let's go. What's happening? Goodness gracious. Donkey the Day's next. The Breakfast Club. Good boy. Close the bar now. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Pete Davidson is everywhere, and now everywhere includes Buckkiss, his new semi-autobiographical comedy series on Peacock, also starring Eddie Falco and Joe Pesci. Buckkiss screams May 4th only on Peacock. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You get donkey at a date, yeah, you dumb ass. You are a donkey. I'm gonna fatten all that shit around your eyes. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was gonna be on the donkey of the day. They chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's donkey of the day today? Well, donkey of the day for Tuesday, May 2nd, goes to the current lieutenant governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson. He's also running for governor of North Carolina. Good morning, Mark. You know I love the Carolinas. I'm Carolina all day, South Carolina to be exact. Uh, so North Carolina is our cousins. So it disturbs me when I hear someone from home talking crazy. And Mark Robinson is indeed talking crazy. See, there's a lot of conversations happening nowadays about reparations. Uh, I'm a person who believes that pessimism never wins any battle. So even though I know this country will never, ever pay black people what they owe, I speak optimism because we all know one of the greatest sins of this country was the slave trade and atonement is needed in the form of reparations. Even Donald Trump acknowledges black people built this country and we're just starting to get the credit for it. Listen. African Americans built this nation. We built this nation. You know, you're just starting to get real credit for that. Okay, I don't know if you know that. That's right. You're just starting to get, you built the nation. That's right. We all built it. But you were such a massive part of it. Bigger than you were given credit for. Does that make sense? It makes right? all the sense in the world. And don't just stop your credit. We'll take credit, cash, Bitcoin, EBT, and the credit is great, but until there's some financial compensation, that credit is as worthless as an NFT. Now, Mark could make history as the first black governor of North Carolina, a state that is almost 67% white and a little over 21% black, but he's a Republican, so he don't really give a damn about any black votes, okay? The Republican Party in North Carolina is 89% white, and I was looking at some stats from October 29th, 2020. And North Carolina had about 7.4 million registered voters and their partisan affiliation was kind of equally split between three parties, Republican, Democrats, unaffiliated. It's 34% Democrat, 36% unaffiliated, 30% Republican, about 0.7% registered to another party. Notoriously red state. So Mark probably feels like I'm Republican. All I need is these white folks. But imagine. If you can get majority of the white Republican voters to vote and, you know, play a little identity politics and get some of the black people to vote for you, too. Sounds like a good idea. Well, Mark don't care if you Negroes vote for him, because if he did, he wouldn't be saying things that would turn Negroes off. And one thing that turns black people off is any talk against reparations. But not only is Mark against black people getting reparations, he thinks we owe. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's listen. Mm. There's some people that were talking about reparations in this country. They wanted reparations. Nobody owes you anything for slavery. If you want to tell the truth about it, it is you who owes. It's you who owes. Because somebody in those fields took stripes for you. Somebody after those fields were ended and slavery was ended. Somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Those folks on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Carrying American flags, take that, Colin Kaepernick. 
living in a society that he could scarcely acknowledge, something that he has never known, living with a bigotry that none of us can imagine, carried American flags on that bridge. And when they were hit upside the head with nightsticks and shot with water hoses and knocked to the ground, they got up and picked those flags up and kept marching. And they did it for you. Mm. Nobody owes you anything. If anybody owes, it's you. Come on, Riley. Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark Robinson, ladies and gentlemen, feels like black people owe reparations. That was Riley Freeman from the Boondocks Boeing. And I'm glad we used that, boo, because what in the Uncle Ruckus is going on in North Carolina? Okay, It don't matter if North Carolina is a red or a blue state. If Mark Robinson becomes governor, you can guarantee it won't be a black state. All right. All those things he spoke on. You know, the people who fought during civil rights, the brothers and sisters, civil rights marchers who went through the hell called Bloody Sunday for us to get a sliver of freedom. Um, They're part of the reason we are owed. OK, yes, we owe them, but not the way this country owes us. And we repay them for fighting for what so many of them came to want. And that is reparations. OK, Mark Robinson telling black people that we owe reparations is like when your parents used to tell you they were beating our ass for our own good. No. OK, you did nothing but cause me trauma, trauma that I ended up unpacking in therapy later. The nerve of Mark Robinson to say we owe reparations because we benefited from the freedom. I got freedom in quotation marks, okay? Air quotes, all right? You know, free-ish. Okay, a new alt-slave drama brought to you by Kenya Barris coming soon to BET+. Plus. I mean, oppression of black people 100% still exists, right? When black people are imprisoned at exceptionally high numbers, uh, more likely to be arrested for nonviolent offenses. I mean, we make our case for our citizenship every day, make our case for our humanity every day. There is still a system of white supremacy in place that causes us to make cases for our survival every day. I mean, when you are still being denied opportunities because of the color of your skin, it's kind of hard to tell me that I owe. All right, that's like getting sex from a hooker. She gives me an STD and then, you know, asks for gratuity for the gonorrhea. Okay, Mark Robinson said we should be paying because there were people that fought for us and took beatings and, you know, got hosed down and lost their lives for us to be free. Those people were majority black. He couldn't be talking about white people, could he? I mean, there were definitely white people out there marching with black folks during the civil rights movement, but they were marching with us to free us from the oppression of white supremacy. Keyword white. Okay, Mark really said black people owe reparations. We owe, okay? The white people should get paid for what their own people did? Huh? Look, in basketball, there's no such thing as the same team foul that I know of. Okay, last time I checked, if Steph Curry fouls, Clay Thompson, LeBron doesn't get to shoot free throws. So why do we owe for what people did to us and caused on themselves? This is what happens when you speak to management and your people are indeed the management. Please let Remy Ma give Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid mother are you dumb? All right, clearly. It sounds is. like an articulate Herschel Walker. Good God. Mm-hmm. Y'all can keep that one. Y'all can keep that one. That is just beyond control. And don't be messing with reparations because I'm getting two checks. One in my man name and one in my woman. Do not mess with reparations, man. <laughs> don't be messing with my checks. Oh, it's so interesting that you mentioned Kenya Barris. I met him at the Red Copy of You People when he did You People. Okay. So let me tell you what's so strange because being an older trans person, I'm, I'm not on the defense because I've lived my life. I know people are just see you. So when my publicist went up to him and says, um, 
Flame would like to take a picture with you. He looked, because I was about as far as Charlemagne is from me now, and he mm-hmm. looked, but the look on his face was maybe he didn't understand or he wasn't sure. And she says, well, if Netflix invited Flame to come to Peru, so it gave him a pass, and so he brought me over. So I could have taken that one way and like, oh, he was on the defense. But I said, he said, uh, did you enjoy the movie? I said, oh, I thought the movie was great. I said, you could have called the movie Frankenstein because he said, huh? I said, because what Frankenstein's moral was, Frankenstein was never the monster. He created the monster. Mm. You showed us that America has created this mm. monster of racism and hate from all aspects of life. And I mm. love that you turned him He said, that is a great analogy. In mm. those two minutes of talking to him, he went from looking at me like he didn't understand until he put his arm around me and he embraced Embrace me and the body language said it all is that I taught him. It was pretty that dope. It was pretty great. Dope, so dope, so dope. Mark Robinson wants us to he wants us to pay for a monster America created. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. Get it. I get it. All exactly. Right. Well, thank you for that donkey today, Charlemagne. Yes, indeed. He ha, he ha, Mark Robinson. And my deep boy, he ha. BET, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Has a friend ever thrown you under the bus? That is the question. Where is this coming from? It sounds like I hear some person personal in your throat. <laughs> I've realized that sometimes I can't tell Charlemagne certain things. Let's oh. talk about it when we come back, man. No. That is the question. <laughs> tell it. Tell it, Envy. Tell it. Like Charlemagne said. Let's talk about it when we come back. Charlemagne like an old refrigerator. He can't stink. hold nothing. I wouldn't say, hey, Charlemagne said your breath stink. I would just be like, yo, bro, just get some toothpaste. Charlemagne's not like that. Charlemagne gonna say, Envy said your breath stink, but has a friend ever thrown you on the bus? We're gonna talk, talk about it when we come back. 585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Daddy, call my phone. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got our guest co-host, Flame Monroe, here. Good morning. And we're asking, has a friend ever thrown you under the bus? All right, now this conversation comes from Charlemagne. I don't see the problem. I realized today <laughs> that if I give Charlemagne some information or I tell him something, I got to just tell the person as well. You just realizing that after th- almost, we've been working on this show for 13 years. This is our 13th year. You just realizing that? It's not, and it's not even like I have a problem telling somebody something, but if somebody is Charlemagne's friend or qu- closer to Charlemagne than me, I'm going to tell Charlemagne that so he can tell him so it doesn't seem like it comes from a, pl- a place of hate and it comes from a place of help. Mm. Right? So like, for instance, if 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 our, our board up Red, let's say, sorry, Red, let's say his breath stinks, right? And Charlemagne says, yo, E, you know, Red's breath stick. I'm going to be like, yo, yo, Red, here's a gum. I'm not going to say, Charlemagne said, your breath stick. If I'm- Envy come to me and say, yo, Red, breath stinks. When we all get back in the room together, I'm going to say, Red, Envy said your breath stinks. Or I'm going to say, Red, I'm going to say, Envy, tell Red what you just told me. Because I don't talk behind people's back. But if that's your friend and he's closer to you than me, I would expect it because it comes from a place of love. But opposed to a place of but, hate. But being that that's my friend, coming from me might not hit the same. They might take it in and hear it. But if I'm saying this is what somebody else said, if they hear it from that person, they'll receive it differently. I don't talk behind people's back, especially if we all on the same team. If we on the same team in a work environment, we all trying to uh, win. We all trying to get better. 
I'm not delivering no messages. You tell me something about somebody, I'm calling a group meeting. He made that sound real good. That's just being damn messy. Nope. That's just talking. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it ain't even a group meeting. It, nope. wasn't, it wasn't a group meeting. It wasn't I like, know. It was a group it chat. Was, it was not like, let's have a conversation. Envy said, your breath so no, like the because I already had told the other person, Envy got some notes for you. <laughs> see, <laughs> but he told me that. Messy. He, I just seen it on the group Who's chat. About you but you mess. already had told me what the note. You told me what the notes was. I relayed some notes, and then I said, Envy got some notes for you as well. I'm putting us on the First group chat. First of all, chat. if you got bad breath, square up. Because I'm telling you, I, can't, I don't want to smell your lunch. If you got bad breath, square up when you come talking to me. I have a little cavity. Uh, cavity I, I think everybody in this show, everybody in this building knows I'm not talking behind nobody back. We will call group meetings. I want to get right <laughs> to it. Don't tell me about nothing nobody said about nobody. Don't vent to me about nobody. We're going to all have a group meeting. We're going to come together. We're going to have the I conversation. Put, well, let's put the cards on the table. Envy, tell Charlamagne you said he was tall. <laughs> I definitely didn't say that. I definitely didn't say that. I'm just joining in the fun. Good guy. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to these phone lines. We got a lot of people on the line. Hello. Who's this? Yeah, DJ Envy. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's your name? Charlemagne. What's good? Good Peace morning. King. Um, I don't know the other guy name. Flame. And that's the don't, don't misgender Flame. Oh, flame. Flame. I'm sorry. Her. It depends on the time hey, of the morning. day. I'm feeling Mr. right now. Come on with you. All right, so the topic, did somebody ever throw you under the bus, right? Yes. All right, I was in high school. My best friend, we on a football team together, and I was dating a girl over the summer. I called my best friend. I'm like, yo, some other girl trying to let me hit it. He's like, you ain't going to do it. You ain't going to do it. I'm like, bro, I called him back, like, the next day, like, I did it. So we go back to school. We in football practice. I'm like, where, where my boy? My best friend, where you at? So he winds up walking in, and he's with my ex because we had broken up at the time. She didn't know nothing. So she's looking at me crazy. I'm like, yeah, what happened? He's like, nothing. Me and her, she asked me to go to the doctor with her. I'm like, okay, whatever. So the, at the ne- that day, she calls me. She was like, oh, so you smashed such and such? I'm like, who told you that? And only two people knew. Whoa. I thought it was my brother. I'm like, you greasy, you did X, Y, Z. So I, I did a little talking to her. She said, nah, we're your best friend. I said, you lying. Damn. I didn't believe her. Now, see, that's different. I didn't believe her. That's different. That ain't got nothing to do with what we talking about. No, 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 no. That's grimy. That's, yeah, that's grimy. That's, that's, that's just grimy. Liz, good morning. Mm. Good morning. What's up? How good you morning, feeling? Andy. Good morning. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm ready to tell it. <laughs> tell it. What tell happened? it what happened, Liz? Okay, Pete. So I had a friend. I work in a major hospital in my area. I used to. And I had a good co-worker. I mean, we've been friends for like two years. I mean, I really felt like it's my best friend. Like, we cool. I'm coming to her. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, you know, girl stuff. Mm-hmm. Whole time, she is messing with my husband. Well, ex <laughs> Whoa. So, mm. Yeah. Talk about throwing somebody under the bus. So you're listening to me then as a friend. But using what I'm telling you to go as you and my man. And they're still together to this day. <laughs> to this day. Hold on now. See, we, what was the we, question again now? I see. I was saying your friend threw you under the bus. This this going a little further. This is more than under the bus. <laughs> um, for your last two callers, y'all need to listen to Millie Jackson, Lovers and Girlfriends. She said, never let your man hang out. Never let your best girlfriend hang out with you and your man too often. Because the the, the shoulder to cry on becomes the penis to ride on. Yeah. And it's the truth. Jesus. 
You can't shit. Y'all be telling too much. Y'all talk too much. Men do too. Oh man, she do this. She do that. And then the women tell her best girlfriend the whole time she's also girl, you need to leave him. He don't even I don't even like him for you. Woo woo woo. The whole time she plotting the scheming. Baby, it ain't never changed. It ain't gonna never change. We wasn't that's, talking that deep. We were just talking a little light. Like, well, that's throwing up Lord, under the bus. Yeah, you right. Maybe, I can't even fit up under the bus. Yeah, maybe we need to rephrase it. Maybe it ain't throwing under the bus. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. They y'all got going on this one. That's throwing under the bus. We ain't talking about no, that. No, no, no. 800 We were talking about has a friend ever threw you under the bus lightly. Like, light, lightly. Like, like, you, 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 you weren't specific. <laughs> okay, I, I thought we gave him the scenario, though. Envy had some notes for somebody. Correct. He told me the notes. As I'm talking to the person relaying some of my notes, I said, yo, Envy got some notes for you as well. <laughs> now, the other part of this is the person was, was calling for us to have a group conversation anyway. So now is the perfect time to have the group conversation. I'm not going to talk behind nobody back. If you tell me something about somebody, be prepared for me to call a group meeting. I just wanted you to talk because I, I felt it would come better coming from you. Like, kind of like, you know, soft hands and in and, and, and a caring way because I, I don't know the person <laughs> as well Listen. as you do. Just like if, if you were telling me something about one of my friends, I would tell them softly because they're my homies. Not Envy said this that and the other. I was like, My Damn. favorite thing to do is when somebody called me and they talking about somebody else, hold on for a second. Merge calls. Merge calls. <laughs> hey, hero, yeah, such and such is on the phone right now. What's happening? All right. Has a friend ever threw you under the bus? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking Has a Friend Ever Threw You Under the Bus? All right. Now, this conversation comes from Charlemagne. Uh, Charlemagne will do it And the, see the thing When, when Charlemagne <laughs> throws you under the bus He doesn't do it kindly He doesn't do it nicely Like hey There's some notes He'd be like Envy tell him what you said about this And I'm because, like Because I don't talk behind people's back And if you come to me To talk to me about somebody I'm calling a group meeting You're going to tell that person Because that's how miscommunication happens That's how things get right. misconstrued Let's just all have the conversation right now You're right But I But there's a way to do things. It's like, hey, let's have a group meeting and discuss. Not, hey, Envy just said this, that, and the other. I said, damn it, man. Well, the, per- the person did say they need- they wanted us to have a group meeting. So it just so happened that now was the perfect time <laughs> to call a group <laughs> now, meeting. Now, now was the perfect time. Yes. Hey, Hello. You're not going to win this argument. Hello, who's this? Yeah. 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 What's up? Yeah. What's good, bro? What up with you? Talk to us. Man, nothing much, man. I wanted to uh, highlight y'all about what's going on. Yes, right, sir. Talk to us. So listen, right, I was uh I had a friend living with me back in the day. This was back in when I was in my twenties. I'm thirty-five now. But um I had a friend living with me and I was out doing my thing with my girl and um basically while I was out, 
Dude tried to smash my shorty. Yo, in my room. <laughs> yo, y'all going too far. This ain't the one that we talk about. What are we saying that is causing everybody to call in and talk to us about how they best friend smashed their women? Listen, man, he threw me under the bus, bro. I was out doing my thing, and he tried to get in his own. Oh, so he, he told on you. He, he told on you. He was like, yo, he out cheating on you. He not a good dude. That's a fact. Bro. Okay, Damn. I get it. I get it. Okay. Alvin. Jesus Christ. Wow. What it do, what it do, Big Al. I, my friends call me Big Al. What's up, Breakfast Club? What's up, Big Al? What up, Big Al? Hey, Big Al. All oh, right, all right. Like so <laughs> Go ahead, Big Al. So my issue is my friend threw me under the bus, but we're going to call this getting thrown under the church bus. What happened, Big Al? So what happened was everybody at the church that was a teenager at that moment had a girlfriend. We went outside and we planned to get a, you know, get a little freak on, you know, doing revival. So next thing you know, my homeboy said the church bus open. My church, the church bus open. Let's go on the bus. We get on the bus and you know I'm trying to do my thing and he getting his thing on and my other homeboy getting his thing on, but we smell a smell. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And next thing you know, everybody got off. I couldn't do nothing because I wasn't, you know, I don't know. You don't know what? You I was revived. a virgin. You I was revived. a virgin, so revived. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and so I was pushing a, I was pushing something, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was PG-13. Next thing you know, we go back in the church. And he got the smell on him, so everybody's laughing at him. And he goes to tell that we was on the bus messing around. The deacon goes out there, smells the bus, and he tells my dad I get a whooping for like three days. Hold on, maybe I missed the part. What did it smell like, Bunky or Pum Pum? Yeah, well, yeah, what was that smell? So you, I, you know, I can't really say, you know, a mixture of Paducah. <laughs> was, you, was you sleeping with a man or woman? Not that it matters, but oh. that's what I'm asking. No, no, so we was teenagers, bro. I'm not, not Charlemagne. I appreciate your your humor and your and your candor, but bro, I ain't playing with no boo boo, man. I'm just asking. <laughs> that laugh, laugh is suspicious. Why do you keep turning into my dear, bro? That laugh is quite suspicious. Why do you keep turning into my dear, bro? I have no idea. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Daryl. Hey, Daryl, we're talking about a, a time a friend threw you under the bus, brother. Yeah, um, one time a friend of mine, a real good friend of mine, um, we were talking on the phone, and he had him on the car blue, on the goofy on the car, and um, and he had a mutual friend in the car, but didn't tell me. And the whole time we talked, and I mentioned something about the mutual friend, and it was pretty bad. <laughs> No, so you was talking about him. He had you on speaker, and and then you got caught up. Threw you right under the bus. Didn't even tell you he was on. You was on speaker. Nah, man, didn't even tell me anything at all. See, the only difference be between me and that person is I would have told that person, "Hey, he in the car with me right now." You tell him. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have did. That's the only difference. I'd have gave everybody a head. Well, up. with the with the Bluetooth now, you when you on the phone, you really have to say. So if somebody calls you, I would say, "Oh, Charlemagne, I'm I, what you thought." So Charlemagne called me and said, "Fine, what you do?" I say, "I'm in the car with Envy." Mm-hmm. That way, you let the person know right off the top right. that I'm in this. Don't talk behind nobody's back, man. We are gonna call group meetings, and it wasn't like Envy was talking behind the person's back. He wasn't no, was doing it? that. 
You know what I mean? But I would just rather him tell that person. Call a group meeting. Don't tell me nothing about nobody because I am going to bring that person in. That means you you have to be selective on what you tell Charlamagne. Selective sharing. I tell him everything. I don't care. Oh, okay. Well, why do you bring? Why you mad there if you don't care? They just caught him off guard this morning. Yeah, he definitely caught me off guard this morning. Because we were having this conversation, <laughs> and he was ready. He had it before I was ready to have it. That's oh, all man. it was. Envy had came in warm. He was red. He when he, was like, he came in a little warm this morning. He wasn't even as light skinned He had got red like lobsterish, <laughs> like he had been laid out in islands. Oh my goodness! <laughs> all right, when we come back, we'll tell you about uh, LL Cool J laughing at this rapper when they was in high school. Things have changed, though. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our co-host, Flame Monroe, here. Hey, 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 hey. Look at Flame. And let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Red Table Talk. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor has it. Call out a name or you gossiping or you chatty patty. I'm gossiping. This is The Rumor Report. I mean, I guess we on The Breakfast Club. This is where the tea spills, right? Yes. Right. On The Breakfast Club. All right, now Jada Pinkett Smith, she speaks out after the Red Table Talk was canceled, and this is what she said. Oh, without know Okay, well, this come is what on, she said now. in the statement. Come, to, come that, on, guys. That might have been my bad. That might have been my bad. Oh, this is what okay. she said in the statement. We are so grateful to have had such beautiful partnership with Facebook. Watch, and we are sorry to see the entire team disband. We wish everyone well in their new journey to come. We at Red Table are in talks of finding a new home, and we'll see you soon. I hate to have a live production meeting, but it was, it was, did, did you have a production meeting about this story before? No. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. I just want to make sure. I assumed. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, I think they'll find a new home fast. I don't, I don't think it'll be a problem. Flame, what do you think? I think they'll find a new home fast, too. I ain't watched Real Table Talk in quite some time, though. Real Table Talk was a little too extreme for me. The last yeah. one I saw was the Will one. How long ago was that? Was which one? Which Will one? At the Oscars or at the Real Table Talk? He did one at the Oscars? <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, no, I didn't no, know. No, 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 no. I, I saw the one with uh, the Entanglement one. That's the last one I saw. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but didn't... Didn't Fat Joe do one after that? Because Fat Joe was there. Didn't, didn't Fat Joe I, I do mean, one? I didn't see it if he did. I don't know. Oh. The last one I saw was the one with... Oh, no. It went on for a while after that. Yeah, it went she on had yeah. it for a long time. A couple episodes after that. I, I I thought, because I know it was three generations of women, I just thought that Willow was like 12. I'm like, what? A 12-year-old probably not going to teach me nothing unless I need you to help me with my phone. She's a little older than that, though, right? Yeah, she's older. No, that was, I'm talking about when she was young. Oh, got you. She got to be damn near 20. I, I I mean, that's a show that they can produce themselves, though. When you look at what uh you know LeBron and uh, Mav do with the shop, the shop not on HBO. No more. They just produce it themselves. Throw it up on YouTube. I love the barbershop talk. Yeah, they can do. They can do red table talk themselves. Mm-hmm. Now LL Cool J was on a uh, big boy out big in boy. LA, and they were talking about the time where he uh, LL and Hove uh, went back and forth about each other's raps when they were teenagers. Cool J laughed at Jay Z while he was rapping in high school. I just saw this too, and you cleared it up. But but you laughed. But, and, and please explain the story of this isn't a grown man no, laughing at some on, kid dude. trying dude, to get on. I, I, look, I we, don't, we all the same stuff. age. I love everybody. Right. Look, I, I don't have no problems with none of these guys, man. Like you know, if I laughed, okay, so what? Laugh at me. Right. All right? right. Like, you know, how many people have you laughed or snapped on in the, in the, in the lecture? Like, yeah, come on, B. Like, yeah. yo, give your man a pass on that nonsense, man. It's just ridiculous. Hey, man, I don't even remember it. It's crazy you know what, what, people, like, what, what people bring up or remember. Like, yo, really? Well, maybe I did laugh. You, you know, know what I'm saying? But, you know, but, but yeah, uh, everybody. Well, did y'all go to uh, the same I, high school? I laughed at you, so I can't have no brunch. <laughs> I can't have no brunch. <laughs> I wonder if LL's got no invite to the Rock Nation brunch. No, he said he, he didn't. 
They, I didn't know they went to. They didn't go to high school together. I never heard that. I guess it was I when heard they Biggie were and Busta and Jay went to high school together. It wouldn't have made sense because I'm sure LL went to high school in, in Queens, Queens and yeah. Jay went to school in Brooklyn. So I'm sure they were uh, when they were in teens. But what people don't know, sometimes those situations fuel you to be stronger yeah, or, it, or or it makes you weaker. So you always remember those moments. Well, when somebody teased you. If somebody teased you, or somebody did something foul to you, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you, you talk about the, uh, the 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 gentleman that you did something to, and he, and he, and he whooped your ass in high school. <laughs> Which one? I've gotten a few of those. The Down syndrome kid. Which one? That happened twice. <laughs> How many he, Down he syndrome kids? Down syndrome. He, he was uh, just slow. I don't know what they call it. How many it. kids? It was, How many times have a slow kid beat you up? Twice. I got. A, <laughs> I got attacked twice by by uh, mentally disabled people. I deserved it both times. Did you get you get beat up? Because you know they're really strong. Not as strong as them. <laughs> no, that's why I said they're really strong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, think that, be, I, I think that I was really strong. Did they beat you up? Uh, no, one was a chokehold from the from behind. <laughs> they put you in a chokehold yeah, behind. One, one was a chokehold. You're used to those. And the, and, and the other, <laughs> I, the, I, the I, other I, one just picked me up and like held me over a fence. Like, you know, there was like a, you know how like the track has the yeah, fence yeah. around it? Wow. The other one just picked me up and, you know, and the fence had spikes at the top. So right. he was like, he picked me up and kept bouncing me on the spikes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes, yes. What yes. did you do to the kids? Because you had to do something to make them do that. Uh, in high school, I definitely, yeah, one of them uh, went to the, not only did he go to school with me, he went to the Kingdom Hall with me as well. Mm-hmm. So I used to just be just like messing with him, like, like, I don't even know what I used to be saying to him, but it used to be something he never would respond. And then that one day, and then just one day, he just walked up behind me. I passed him, said something slick, and next thing I know, lights out, baby. <laughs> lights out. That was it. Fun. Was it was all she wrote until, by the grace of God, he decided to let me go. <laughs> and guess what? He let me go and just kept walking about his business like nothing happened. And he never messed with him again. Did you stop? Nope. Te- did you stop teasing him? Damn then? right. Oh. <laughs> you learned your lesson. You're damn right. <laughs> All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, uh, Flame, you're going to be out in Yonkers this weekend, I'll be right? at Yonkers Comedy Club all weekend this weekend, this Friday and Saturday, Cinco de Mayo weekend. Y'all come get drunk with me. I'm going to be pretty and sexy and all that. And every Monday, I host Free Voices. I want to give a shout out to my sister, Tiffany Haddish, for hosting for Tiff. me last night mm-hmm. because I was not in town. And along with my co-host, Memphis Will, we have a great time. And if you're ever in New Orleans, especially December the 10th, I host the King and Queen pageant each and every year, but they have a restaurant called Up and Adam on Canal Street. Y'all got to go there. The food is exquisite. It is a beautiful place. It is super clean and it is great. 3903 Canal Street in New Orleans. And so shout yeah. your mom out. Today's your mom's oh, birthday. Oh, and today's my mommy's birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Valerie. You had me, uh, uh, my mother made 76 years old today. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Miss Valerie. Strongest woman wow. I know, honey. She's right. the strongest woman I ever met in my life. 76 is a blessing. I can't wait to get there. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's like in two years, right? No, not about uh, it was I'm 44. No, I I'm not good was, at math. 30 you, you something. Look, 30 years. You look so much older. No, I don't. That's not Boy, true. Well, you says I can't look like Lala Anthony. You can't look young. No, not, first of all, all right. no. That, no. <laughs> this no. is called inclusion, Charlamagne. Let me, can I get my life? No, this that's, is that's called delusion. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking you look like Lala, Lala Anthony. He's attacking me, girl, because I'm inspired okay. by you. Ooh, Charlamagne, you can't take Man, it. stop insulting your surgeon. You mad at me, Charlamagne. Oh, don't be mad goodness. at me. All get right. you some trick. Hit the my glasses. You got my damn The nerd. People's Choice mix is up next. Get your request in and shout to Houston. We announced today that we're bringing a call to Houston Father's Day weekend. Get your tickets. Of course, it's going to be New York versus Houston again. So, um, all you Houston people out there with cars and, and, and car clubs and bikes and all that other stuff, I would love to see you again. I got some stuff for your ass today. 
Uh, well, this time around, I should say. So, uh, so get you your tickets. Stuff somebody's ass today. I didn't say nothing about stuffing nobody's ass. This guy is uh, crazy. crazy. I'm crazy. This guy is Don't nuts. stop bringing out prosthetic booties and stuff. Oh, I, ain't, I can't take all that. I just, I just <laughs> can't take all that. I hate y'all. It's the People's <laughs> Choice Mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Your company has goals this year. Find the right people to help you achieve them with ZipRecruiter, where four out of five employers get a quality candidate within the first day. Try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Um, Flame Road, appreciate you for joining us the last couple of days. Oh, my God. I've had the best time. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, I love that you guys are giving so many different people op- options and opportunities to come here. So the next host that's coming... Be, sit in this seat be yourself have a good time Charlemagne gonna be rude and we gonna be courteous <laughs> that is not true Charlemagne will be rude I'm and just rude to you Flame be courteous, and everybody else will be pleasant I'm just telling you what you're coming up That's against now true. you won't fit in the seat like I fit in the seat but you'll be cute Flame my peoples man make sure you listen to uh, Flame and Rose podcast the Laugh and Learn On podcast the Network. Network. Right. thank you Charlemagne three years in I appreciate you I appreciate you guys over here and I'm looking good now the next girl gonna, won't, or the next girl that's coming won't be as juicy as me but She'll be close. I don't know. The one coming tomorrow kind of juicy. <laughs> <laughs> she took her juicy away. It's the, some of the You'll see tomorrow. Gone. I want to see who it is. <laughs> I ain't going to say who it but, is either. But, <laughs> but some of the juice is gone. I got more juice Whoa. than she got that. Whoa. She got vacuum cleaner juice out. I kept my hands. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I gotta look to see who's coming tomorrow. No, I, 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 you know, know who's coming tomorrow. I'm sure they, that's oh, she OG, OG, OG comedian. Let me see. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 <laughs> now you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, y'all will get it tomorrow. So you have to tune in tomorrow <laughs> to the breakfast zone so y'all know who I was talking about. <laughs> Thank you guys for a great week. I appreciate y'all. If somebody cancels, I'm here all week. So y'all come see me. Uh, New York City or the tri state area, I will be at Yonkers Comedy Club. Get your tickets on the website. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. It's Cinco de Mayo weekend. I'm going to get drunk with all the Latinos and I might let you take me home. I changed my name to Guadalupecella. <laughs> All right, when we come back, positive note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I just want to salute to all you guys out there. Memphis, uh, you know, my car show happens on the 28th, and we're over 5,000 tickets sold already. I just want to say thank you. Uh, looks like we're going to get our uh, goal of 10,000 people. Uh, and uh, Houston, we announced Houston today. So Houston goes down Father's Day weekend, Juneteenth weekend in Houston. No work or school that Monday. And it's always New York, uh, New York City versus Houston when we come down there. So shout to Houston's car culture and car clubs. I got Trader Truth. I got Bun B. I got uh, Mr. Rogers and so many other people. AB, we're going to have a lot of fun. And it's family fun day. I know we have a lot of fun with the cars, but we want you guys to bring your kids out, bring your parents, your grandparents. It's just a family fun day, like a huge family reunion. We have rides. We have uh gaming trucks uh shout the monster they bring the bmx bikes and, and and they teach the kids how to wheelie and all that other stuff and uh shout to uh lincoln tech and everybody and all of my partners i just want to say salute to you if you haven't got your tickets you know how we do the first day the first uh thousand tickets in 1999 so get your tickets and kids five and under are free i can't wait to see you june 18th in houston father's day weekend so it's a perfect gift for your dad to get your dad uh a gift all right now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do. And, you know, it's Mental Health Awareness Month, man. So I just want to uh, shout out something that I'm doing. You know, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, he just announced this Saturday. But I'm doing a live event with Bishop T.D. Jakes Tuesday, mm-hmm. May 9th at 7 p.m. at uh, City College for the Arts here in New York Center, the Martian 
Anderson, I mean the Marianne, I'm sorry, the Marianne Anderson Theater at the City College of New York. Uh, I just went to Eventbrite to look. It says, few tickets left, okay, with a fire emoji by it, and it says popular next to it. So I don't know how many tickets are left, but uh, make sure you go get tickets to see me and Bishop T.D. Jakes next Tuesday, May 9th, 7 p.m. at the Marianne Anderson Theater at the City College of New York. Go to Eventbrite to get your tickets, okay? Now, the positive note is simply this. Listen to your elders' advice. Not because they are always right, but because they have more experience of being wrong. Mm -hmm. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 